Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. It's Nature Strip out clear in the King stand by two lengths from Atlam Express. Twilight calls him behind Nizek Palatro. Salute a world-class sprinter. Around the turn of the 150, Bella Nipatina takes the lead, kicks clear, two lengths, Rothmeyer, and best of Bordeaux streaking away. Bella Nipatina, and boy, doesn't she deserve this? Bella Nipatina, four lengths. Young Berta around the turn, Zaki joined by Animo, who looks destiny in the face. At the 150, Animo takes the lead from Zaki, Alligator Blood, I'm Thunderstruck, but it's Animo clear, I'm Thunderstruck late. G'day listeners and welcome to another Racing Previews podcast. Of course, this week we're, we're, review, we're, sorry, we're previewing quite a few things. We've got Ballarat, we've got Kembla Grange, uh, we've got group racing in Perth and in Hong Kong. So big, big set coming up and we've got a big panel to join us. Uh, there's an old saying that goes, where there's a will, there's a way. And we've got two wills on the panel tonight. We've got Will Alford and Will Barbers. But let me first introduce... Nick McGualter, I'm going to start this podcast with a bit of a bang. You're all getting you're all getting a roast, and if you want to roast me back, then that's fair enough. Nick McGualter, group chat today. You've given someone an absolute bake for being a post-race expert, and then five minutes later, you've gone and done it yourself with a $5.50 winner. Please explain yourself. I don't need to explain myself to anyone, actually, to start with. If someone doesn't like what I have to say, well, that's not my problem. Just cop it, sweet champion. And, uh, and put there's your hand a big up. difference. There's put a the big difference. My, no, there's a massive difference, actually. My horse was an absolute tragedy, absolute car crash, and we've had this we've had these slips with <laughs> bum change. Not, some $9 camel has, has run a drum, and it's just being flashed in my face after I'm absolutely blowing steam. <laughs> Oh, it's completely different. No one else had a better Rockhampton. It wasn't, it wasn't like I'd tipped against someone else. I clearly said this thing wasn't going to miss a place. An absolute car crash. Two completely different scenarios. The hypocrisy is real, punters. Well, oh Alfred, you've finished all of your exams. Um, so congratulations, you've finished high school. Well done, year 12. Big achievement uh, under the belt. And the other night you went out for, for dinner... 
with the parents straight after your last exam and you had a pint of Guinness next year and you messaged your chat this is nice so that has me thinking no I didn't was yes you did you said this is actually nice this has me wondering the punters want to know was this your first ever beer or not no no of course it wasn't was it your first pint of Guinness no no one believes you but anyway okay we'll move on (laughs) 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 we'll move on Will Barbs, congratulations on first time on the podcast. Mate, uh, we've been speaking for years, I reckon, and obviously from WA, um, when we first started messaging, that was probably the first time where I went, wow, this page is actually getting somewhere. We're actually reaching out to people throughout Australia. And now you've come on as um, the sponsor, obviously, with Wear the Punt, so well done. But firstly, I have to start off with a bang with you as well. The Happy Valley set last night, zero from five, and we're all broke, <laughs> and I've got no money today. Explain that. Uh, I thought you were going to go with the suit or the spelling, but no. <laughs> um, first of all, thanks for having me on, lads. Um, yeah, can't explain last night. Gallant waking or walking, whatever you want to fucking call it, that was an absolute uh, moral beating, but yeah, the others... Just no good. Um, I've got, I'm going to stick up for you here, Barbs. I've got to rock it up me now since I've had a little slap in, a, a slap in the face. <laughs> no one no one gives it to you when you go duck eggs at the valley, so don't even start don't start throwing stones in glass houses, champion. Give it to me. I'm, I'm ready to take it. At least I put my hand up when I get something wrong, unlike yeah. you. <laughs> I happily admit when I'm wrong. Happily admit. Uh, uh, appreciate you coming in and batting for me, Nico. But yeah, last night was... Um, Look, we should have gotten away with at least one winner. That was pretty pretty disgusting. And then, you know, never too soon runs a nice force when we we fucked it each way. So that was that was great as well. But yeah, I'll put my hand up. Death Valley got us last night. But um, let's hope we can get on to some good winners at Shartin like we did last weekend. Yeah, no, 100%. Don't worry, boys. I don't actually, man. I just thought we, we better spice it up to start the podcast. Let's get into the racing. We are going to Ballarat first. Um... It is the main Victorian Metro meeting with the Ballarat Cup. Uh, soft seven at the moment, but there is a deluge of rain coming. When that comes is going to be very interesting. I've seen 100% chance of 10 to 15 mils on the Saturday, um, and, the, and the rail is in the true position. So it can play fair. It can play a little bit on speed as well. Last year we saw um, Marabi absolutely dominate here on, on Ballarat Cup Day. Will we see another performance like that? 30 they bet. Yeah, what a gift! It was an absolute gift, and she bolted in on her way to Oakley Plate Glory. Well, Alfred, I think you're the keenest at Ballarat. Where are we starting race two? Yeah, um, I finished high school, and I've done an unhealthy amount of form the past two days. So, um, I don't think my tips will change too much between now and then. But, um, but yeah, just check my Twitter before the races, so um, just in case I do change. But yeah, go plug, go plug. on, Nico. What's your, what's your bit in the All first? Right, let's go race one. Twelve hundred meter benchmark seventy eight. Nico, who's on top? Hypothetical. I am with. She's always been one of mine. She was awesome last start um, down the straight on Champions Day. She's back in grades here. The conditions, soft or heavy, aren't gonna worry her. Um, uh, I don't know if Will was done a speed map or not for this race, but the sort of rough idea that I had that she'd be no worse than outside lead or she'd lead on her own, 
up to 1200 meters is perfect um a key a key thing i like to look for when a horse is stepping up in trip that their sectionals um late uh, are nice and strong and nice and quick and that was what she did she had one of the fastest four to the two and the two to the post um of the day last start um and she ran the fastest last 200 of the race going 3.8 lengths above the all benchmark so yeah i thought she was a pretty good bet obviously the two horses in behind her um ballet rich and defining uh probably the main dangers but yeah i thought hypothetical should be very very hard to beat nice one well yeah I, i had her on top but i thought she was a bit short but um Race two, uh, I like DK, um, has tactical speed and posted a strong figure on a heavy track last start at Bendigo. Um, uh, yeah, it can roll at a slow to medium tempo and, and kick on the turn. I think it's got a map advantage over uh, King's Consort, who it's equal favor- favourite with. and uh, I think lots of people will get sort of, not, not sucked into, but... Um, People will see that this horse ran really, really quick late time, but like it, it did no work earlier, and it was entitled to. I think it would have run a career peak here, but I think this horse is being set for the Sandown Guineas, and, and that's its target So um, in a week's time. So I'm happy to side with DK, um, and I've marked it 6-4 to four on the old, and uh, that's 250. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm backing DK in the first. I think it's a pretty good bet. Punters, if you do just subscribe to Will's Twitter, he puts all his odds in fractions, so you might have to get the fraction calculator up online. Yeah, sorry. Know, I think, I think like it looks me. cool. <laughs> it looks cool. It. Yeah. Um, what else? Race three, the two-year-old classic. Do we have any thoughts on that? I know we've got a question from Nick Noonan on this race. Do you reckon we'll leave that for the questions? No, I'll do it now. Um, Go on. Because Nick Noonan asked, um, big fan of his um, podcast, um, <laughs> And I reckon I listened to just about every single The Racing Show podcast throughout um, lockdown in like 2020 and whatever. So, so I have actually done two-year-olds. This isn't a tip, just, just saying like this isn't a... <laughs> I've just done it for the sake of it. Um, I'm no good at two-year-old races. So um, I thought, uh, is it Pure Paradise who ran behind King's Gambit? I thought it was given an average ride. It was taken back and, and it was poorly used i think and, and, it, and it really ran home late in some quick time so i think with a more um sort of even ride um it, it can be uh running better than it did there and, and it ran second behind king's gambit who's obviously probably going to win everything because it's a good horse um and, and, and i did like the trials of sun source and uh what was the other one the favorite um sassy, boom. Called? sassy boom yeah sassy boom i think those those are the three but you know, I've, I've got no idea on two-year-old races. So I, I don't know why Nick Noonan's asking us for two-year-old. That, that, that's, yeah, that's, when his, I, when that's his this. gig. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we get the two-year-old tips off, off you, mate. Um, <laughs> that was got, that's got to be the dollar ten shot of the day, lobbing. Will Alford tipping the race form, obviously, in the two-year-old race <laughs> with <laughs> the facts and figures. I just want to say, number 12, C-cryption, um, good luck to one of my good mates brett norton is in uh is in this philly and they do have a, a decent opinion of us of it obviously by encryption the smart cult so mitch friedman horse could it be overs not really sure but um yeah i'll be happily guided by the mounting yard mail i reckon there by nick all right move on to race four 
1100 meter benchmark 70 any thoughts here uh if anything i'd tip najim suhail but i'm i'd prefer not to tip i I wouldn't suggest a bet in this race it's a bit hard yep nothing from you nico any thoughts no nothing all right i thought ice picnic could be pretty hard to beat but it's a pretty open race namesake Oh, just a good horse won its first two starts the stable have openly said that they should never have gone to 1400 metres and he had an SP of $3.80 beaten just over a length and a half by Jimmy the Bear and a few other good horses you take that out of the uh, equation and he's got some pretty good form yeah. Malum on ground no issue goes forward makes his own luck I you could do a lot worse yep no agreed well give us your next bet uh, race five. This is my favourite race of the day. Um, I've got three bets in this race. I've got um, so I've, this, this in my market. Uh, I've got at eight dollars the field. So I've got. Uh, hold on, give me two seconds. Sorry, I'm betting a court deep. So two peak figures are on a heavy track, and it beat Secret Glamour, who won on Wednesday, and in, in, in a nice race, and and it settles on speed. Um, and I think it's got a really nice chance of repeating um, its figures. I know it gets Celine Gorgie on, but um, she read it well last time, and it's just going to go forward, so um, no queries there. Um, the other, ho- the other, the next horse I'm backing is, oh, and and Court Deep is, was it twenty six, twenty three dollars or something like that? I've marked it uh, eleven dollars. So um, uh, the next horse I'm backing is Typhoon Harmony. Won this race last year by five lengths or so. And it was well-backed last start um, by a big betting stable, so it's obviously going well. It was in the wrong part of the track last start in um, behind, uh, what's that horse? Savannah Cloud um, in a good race at Bendigo, I think it was, or Geelong. Geelong one of the two. Yeah, yeah Geelong. Um, and it goes T. Chapman to Ethan Brown. So this horse will just go forward, and I think it, it's got, it's got um, some peak ratings that would absolutely demolish this field. So... Um, yeah, so that the market support last start suggests the horse is going well, and it wasn't probably written written in the right part of the track. So I think it can improve. And the horse that I've marked favourite actually in this race is currently eighteen dollars. I marked an eight dollar favourite is Star of Chaos. It won by seven lengths over sixteen hundred metres on a heavy deck last preparation. And it's a really nice filly who 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 has shown glimpses of putting it all together um, throughout its career, but it did. Um, that day last prep when it won by seven lengths it'll put itself on s- speed and it comes out of the really good race that um, detonated Jack won um, yeah and I think it'll just roll across from barrier 18 I know it's got um, M Lloyd on but uh, she only needs to put it on speed and roll at a decent tempo I'm, I'm pretty uh, I know I'm tipping three on pace runners and they could carve each other all up but they're 23 and two eighteen dollar chances so um, you're not spending much for uh, so it's a big price, so that was my favourite betting race of the day. Yep. Typical of Wilbur, eight dollars a field feast. <laughs> he absolutely <laughs> loves it. Um, we will just quickly say we are speeding through Ballarat a little bit because we will be focusing on um, Chartin and Perth a little bit later, and a few of us haven't really looked into the Ballarat program that much. Nick, do you have any bets in race five? Or are we moving on to the, the sixth? No, nothing for me until race seven. All right, race right. Six, race six. You take it away, mate. Yeah, you take it away. <laughs> Sorry, uh, this is my <laughs> best bet of the day. Uh, it's a hard day for a best bet, but this is this is it. 
Um, I'm backing Raichu R. I think it's a, a really, really nice bet. Um, its big uh, career peak came at the only time it's ever raced at 2,000 metres, and and it gets, for the second time in its career, back to 2,000 metres. Um, it's flying this preparation since it's been transferred to Kieran Maher and David Eustace from the Mick Price camp. Um, Kieran Maher, David Eustace, 2,000 metres. It was really, really strong late. Some of the closing sectionals last start were really, really strong. I think it can get back to somewhere near its um, near its uh, peak peak figure um, that it ran uh, quite a while ago. Like it, it, it did have 400 days off, so it's obviously got issues. But um, Kieran Maher and David Eustace have sort of nursed it back to its um, best form, and I think it can be winning this. I've marked it inside two to one. It's, it's I marked it 290. So. That was my best bet of the day. And it's, what is it, four, $4? Yeah, it's about $4. I okay. definitely agree. The setup of this horse is unbelievably good. Um, and I marked it off last start saying he's definitely a back-me-next-time horse at 2,000 metres. The only, the only little reservation I've got with this horse is if the track does get to that bottomless heavy 10. Yeah, um, I don't really care that much about that. It's fine. It, sh- it should be fine. <laughs> Will reckons it's fine. <laughs> what if you marked a bit iffy. What if you mark Prussian Dancer, Will? Uh, nine sixty. Dead set, dead set wet tracker. Yeah, it is yeah, a dead set pretty, wet tracker. It's pretty it's consistent a... around um, one rating, and and I don't think it'll go any better than that. So yeah. I've I've got it nine sixty, just inside ten dollars. Fair enough. Yeah, right. You are yeah. definitely does have the better the better peak performance. All right, race seven, Magic Millions Ballarat three year old and four year old classic. It's eleven hundred meters, and there's a bit of Bit of Ladbroke's 55-second challenge form going head-to-head here. Direct <laughs> elite icon, red-hot Nick at the top of the market. Is anyone betting? Yep. You go first, Nick. I've got a two-bet play here. I am backing elite icon. Um, absolute tragedy last start. It's the theme of the Valley of late. Just car crash after car crash. Especially at the 955. Uh, you, can't, uh, yeah. you can't get away with not Just, having any luck there. Just any sprint trip at the Valley at the moment has been a car crash. Um, so up in trip here is only going to help because he's not really a 9.55 metre horse. Just forgiving last start. Johnny Allen and Team McAvoy are going at 25.4% winning strike rate. So they're a profitable combination. Um, yeah, so I'm happy to be with it. Wet or dry, no issue for it. Barry 11 no space should be no car crashes from 11 if it is well I'll just about give it up uh, and I am going to spec the second outsider of the field who I've got a lot of time for Adamant the hellbent filly from the Ma Eustace camp I backed her on debut and she probably should have won then and then um, they put her out for a spell and she come back and she won oh, she did what she had to do at Castanon she went around at $1.20 and one by a couple of lengths, but she looks a pretty smart filly. Um, this might be a stretch too far, but I'm backing in the camp that have sent her here, and uh, yeah, I think the others have got a few convictions, so I think she's the fresh blood on the scene, and I think $23, you're getting a price to find out, but she's uh, she's one that you can follow, so maybe chuck her in your black book if she, if she runs a ride right on Saturday. Awesome. Will? Yeah, I, I wanted to find Elite Icon too, but I just thought she wasn't, or he, he or she, it's a, he, he's a half-brother to Elite Street actually, but um, anyway, 
Um, I thought he wasn't as dynamic on the heavy track last start. Um, I really wanted to be with him here, but but the heavy track, I think, just takes away from his turn of foot. So I, I, I was against him. Um, the horse that I've, I've found here is Pink Cashmere. Um, the two um, Mara and Eustace uh, horses, Pink Cashmere and and a little deep. Uh, a little deep is six fifty-seven dollars, and Pink Pink Cashmere is is at fifteen dollars, I think. And Pink Cashmere ran a, a better figure on debut and ran really really quick late time. It ran the uh, it ran the the fastest on the road, the Ballarat Road, the synthetic, yeah. So it ran the, the fastest last 800, second fastest last 6, 4 and 2, and ran 2.8 um, faster than all average last 200. Absolutely bolting through the line at 1 by 4.5. And, and I think it can... It, it, it just like travelled into the race so strongly. I think 1100 is no issue. I really think this is a nice horse. Um, a little deep, um, bolted and it sonated um, 1 by... Well, only two lengths, but it like absolutely bolting. Um was never losing. No, nah, no, nah, it was never. It was a dollar fifty shot, but so it shouldn't have. But I've got it about market price. If it drifts, I'll back it. But I was against a, a direct, especially. Um, I think it definitely it won't run eleven hundred. No way. Yeah, nine five five to eleven hundred. Um, four weeks between runs in in the Lloyd Kennewell stable. I was happy to be against. Um, I think it'll regress. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't want to be with it, and I didn't want to be with Elite Icon. So that sort of just left me with. Pink Cashmere, I think, is a good bet at eleven to two, six sixty, six fifty, whatever. Beautiful. We're moving on to the feature. Now, I think we will give this race the full Monty. It is the sports bet Ballarat Cup, two thousand meters listed, and it's a five hundred thousand dollar race. I'll quickly read out uh, half the market. Sponsor our sports bet. <laughs> A tissue has been slammed into three dollars sixty favourite. Um, she was also slammed last start when winning the matriarch. Uh, Banker's choice four dollars sixty. Polly Gray's into nine fifty with a little bit of rain around. Lord Vladivostok eleven dollars. Grand Slam twelve dollars. He won't want the rain at all. Bermudez twelve dollars. Foxy Freed up fifteen. Cerulio Miss fifteen. Tokarangi twenty one. And then Desert Icon. He's strung a couple together uh, and now he's back out to twenty six dollars and longer the rest. It's a very competitive race. Who had the firmest opinion here? I thought it was an easy race. <laughs> You're with your girl. Couple of, couple of chances, I thought. You're with well, your girl? Well, Waller has... This has been just a model of Waller's method this spring. Once he's found that these horses have gotten to their right trip, it's just been the ultimate key to them, and they've just kept excelling. And I think he's finally found the key to a tissue. The money trail was on last start. The money trail is starting to go in the right direction this time. Starting. Two thousand. Well, yeah. It's, it's here. Been an, it's been an absolute avalanche so far. Um, yeah, 2,000 metres. Mare's in form. Like, what What did she do wrong last start to not say that she's going to be a good chance here? The, the wet ground's going to be no issue. 2,000 metres is going to be a sweet spot. She's two from two at the distance now after last start. I think Banker's choice is a bit of a pretender, in all honesty. I don't think he's that good. Um, a tissue does get so, one important gear change. J-Mac off, Oliver on. So that's a that's a yeah. little slight neg. Yeah, it obviously is a knock, but the GOAT looked like he was getting somewhere back hmm. in the form last week. Punched home a couple of winners, so you never write off a champion betting. Uh, and the other <laughs> horse I'm going to back, because Dirty Waller set up, 
Polly Gray. She's going to be one that's going to absolutely eat it if she come if the if this rain comes, to the extent like the wetter the better for her. So yeah, I thought it was a pretty easy race. You back those back those two and dirty Wallace setups. Well, dirty Wallace setup. I'm a little bit Polly Gray on this race, to be honest. Will help us <laughs> out. That's horrible. It was <laughs> that's good. brilliant. That's Get around good. the dad joke. Um, yeah. So. I heavily, heavily disagree with Nico on a tissue, but I definitely agree Nothing with him you. on Polly Gray. So, a tissue ran to her, her peak um, last start and had every possible thing go in favour. Um, whichever way you look at it, Polly Gray went. I mean, um, a tissue went out, went around massive unders last start. It was just like the market support was just like five dollars uh, fifty says hi, baby. I said the SP. The, yeah, oh, that's right. Back him early, brother. You don't have a problem. <laughs> Start the plunge <laughs> like you do here at Racing Previews. You don't have a problem. Bet he early can't. or forever hold your peace, Wilbur. He can't bet early. His mum won't let him get into the piggy bank until Sunday. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I love anyway, it. Anyway, so I've marked a tissue um, $10. Um, can I have a bet with you? Order, can order, I, order. Let Will speak, please. Um, yeah, so this seems like an afterthought. It was on the backup. Um, in the uh, what was it the the what's it what's it called the matriarch yeah matriarch yeah um, it's on the back up there I cannot see it going to a new peak um, here um, after that so yeah so I was happy to be with against a tissue I'm pretty keen Polly Gray like it's just a compl- she's just a completely different horse on a on a wet track her form on a good track and a and a heavy track is just like completely opposite she's a different horse so. I think what is she nine dollars? I checked before nine dollars still. Yeah, nine fifty. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a really nice price. I think she's closer to a five dollar chance. I've got Banker's Choice on top by default um, at five dollars, so he's under the odds I think at the moment. And the other horse I, I really quite liked was Dark Dream, who's a who's an ex Hong Kong horse. Um, I was I was going to stick up for that Wilbur, but forty one dollars. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's. I think it's. I've. I've got it just outside ten to one. So, um, heavy track, no worries. Um, was unsuited in a, a fast run race, forty days between runs, and got a bit too far back at in the Bend. Was it? Uh, one, one of the cup races, but it was at Bendigo, but it wasn't the Bendigo. It was the. It was the Kitan Cup at Bendigo. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's shaping really nicely. It won a couple races in a in like rate. Uh, with ratings that would win this race, and it's 41, 40 to one, so I think it's quite a, a nice price. Like it, it's been, it raced uh, started five dollars against Desert Icon and and run and run a hundred and two point five at the weight for age scale um, last prep over seventeen hundred meters at, at Caulfield. So I mean at Flemington, sorry. So um, yeah, I think it's quite a nice bet at the price, and it, and it's progressing um, every start this preparation. So maybe it can peak here. You don't, you only need a win one, one in 40 times so I think it's a good bet at the price beauty um, speaking of dad jokes Will Barber you are a father of one and you've got your life together a little bit better than us folk did you have a lean <laughs> in the Ballarat Cup I was with Dark Dream as well um, wow. pretty much everything Will Bart said obviously ex Hong Kong horse but it was Australian horse before that. I think it won yeah. the Queensland Derby. Ran second. Either in one the or placed. Derby. I think it placed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I think the setup here is good. Uh, fourth up going into this handles the heavy, and if the rain does come, which looks like it will, 
it'll get through the ground. Um, obviously, it's coming out of probably weaker form lines than some of the others, but it's going to be a rock-hard fit. As it's already had two runs on pretty heavy ground over the 2,000 and the 2,200, I just think, yeah, you can get, uh, looking at mine, get 46s, 50s at some places. I think it's worth a good uh, probably 1 by 3 or 0.5 by 1.5 play, however you want to play it. Yep, bet to win, Connors. Just bet I reckon win. that sounds good. He also escapes the handicapper as well, um, 54.5 kilos, obviously, with this race being um, either handicap or set weights and penalties. So I could definitely come with and take a bit of 50s out. All right, let's move on. Benchmark 100, 1,200 metres, race nine, any bets? I've got I've got Do Your Punk um, under, uh, over the odds, but I didn't really want to be with it. Just the, the map and the jockey booking, it's, I don't know. It was a, like Do Your Punk should be a bet, but I didn't want to back it, so I don't know. Dirty snapper, what a... What a hateful horse he's become the last the, after the last moon, start. The Mooney Valley Specialist winning at Flemington. Give me a oh, don't, <laughs> don't bring it up. Yeah. Well, you're back in those me. form lines in race one. <laughs> Didn't say that it's not good form. This hurts that Snappers found found the heart outside of Mooney Valley. And Geordie was riding. That makes it even worse. Oh, yeah, I know. And he sticks. Anyway. Let's move on to the last. We do see a very smart horse here. <clears throat> Sorry. His name is Detonator Jack. He's five starts for four wins and a placing. I think he won on Melbourne Cup Day. Uh, he's our $2.80 favourite. Um, but there is, there is this is actually quite a nice race. You've got Munamek sitting there at five, uh, $7. Wright and Rose, five fifty. Who's betting? Uh, all right, I'll go. Um, yes, I am betting. Um, I know... All right, Nico, you go first because I know what you're going to say. Best bet of the day. Yeah. Won't get beat. Detonator Jack. Complete and utter. Can you give us the reasoning why he's immoral? Well, if they actually had a, a Caulfield Cup market, I'll, I'm actually going to back him because I think he has the right profile for. He's in the right camp. He's got the right profile for a horse that's just going to continually just keep stepping up through his grades. Um, and, yeah, I think he could definitely get to a staying feature uh, this time next year. The only time he tasted defeat was in the South Australian Derby. Um, and he was favourite that day. Who beat him, Nico? I was wigging out when I was looking at the form go because it was beauty verse. Yes. Then it was Jungle, uh, Jungle Ma- Magnate. Jungle Magnate. So I was like, why am I seeing things? But I didn't know this. that it would have. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, off topic. This horse was super first up. Um, yeah, I, I think he'll just he'll definitely improve here. Second up, they reckon the wetter the better. I've got a massive opinion of this horse. Um, I think he'll just turn up and he'll just win. I think Ryan and Rose will need the run. He's had a, a lot of setbacks over the last year or so while he hasn't been on the track. Um, yeah, the Moody Stable have been pretty pretty clear that he will need the run. And, I, and I'm a big fan of Munamek, but I just think Dan Jack is the, the horse that's the fresh blood on the scene. He's the here and now. Munamek seems like he's sort of had his sort of chance. Yes, I know. Um, he, he may or may not have been detonated Jack last start with a bit of luck but and, and he has got a weight pull in his favour but I, I think that detonated Jack is uh, is a great bet my best bet of the day and the best thing 
when your best bet of the day is in the last, it's going to be pretty hard to give it back. <laughs> no, you'll mate, find your way, mate. Mate, there's still Perth and Shart in to come. Don't worry about that. Um, I, I do think, I, need, I still need to do the Ballarat form a little bit deeper, but I'm a big fan of Detonator Jack, and he could definitely be getting my money. But I'm interested to see if he's getting your money, Will Alford. Um, I think he, he's a, definitely the top pick. He's 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 a de- deserved favourite, but I just think he's a little bit short. Um, Three dollars is very short. Like the market's um, pricing him with a, a lot of improvement, and I don't know if he's going to improve that much. Staying at fourteen hundred meters, especially. Um, I know he was super strong, but the late time was incredible. But I don't know. Just the staying at fourteen hundred meters. I would have loved to see sixteen hundred meters. Um, I'm hundred yeah, percent against. You just, you just got to trust Kieran that he's staying at fourteen hundred meters. That, that yeah, but that doesn't mean I want to take three dollars. I think he's going to get steamed. I could see him start like 220. He's been absolutely off the map. Yeah, I, I, I probably could too, to be honest, but I, I don't want to take that price personally. Um, I was against Wright and Rose as well. She's been off, or he's been off for a year. Ecocast first time um, on a heavy track. I, I don't know, just like it's a so what, what it's an ugly that? setup. It's a, it's, a, it's feet. So he, the horse has got feet issues, obviously. Okay. Um, uh, Munamek, I had about market price, so don't want to be backing it or against it, really. So um, the two horses that I'm backing are Alluding and Zakat. Um, Alluding three back um, was just beaten by Ascension, who's in the market in the, the Kilmore Cup um, on a heavy track over 1,400 metres. It was really good there, and, and, it, and it ran to a rating that's it, it's really consistent around. Um and and the last two um, runs, it's it's it missed the start at Mooney Valley, and then and then it went way too hard at Flemington. So I'd forgive those two runs, and then go back to its its Caulfield run there, uh, in a very very similar race. And I think it could be very very competitive. And it, and it's twenty six dollars, twenty six dollars, twenty five to one, out there at the moment. And uh, the other horse I like is Zakat. It's changed stables a couple of times. It's an ex Godolphin horse. Um, it hasn't hasn't regressed at all. I think it was in the Caroline Jennings or uh, trainer like that um, stable for a run, and then it got transferred to Matthew Allerton. And it's those two runs; it's pretty much um, just repeated its form. It was in the Godolphin stable, so I know it's a, a negative jock uh, tr- trainer's change, but um, the, from like the the two uh, like evidence that I've got, it's it's pretty much running up to his form. So. I'm happy to back it, and I don't know what price it is, but I'm pretty sure it's bigger than the 11.40 that I've got it. So, um, yeah, so I'm keen to be with Zaka and Alluding at, at bigger odds. They're not no certainties or anything like that, just just playing a bit wide because I, I wanted to be against a couple inside the market. Yep. Not, not, oh, and, not. and also, also sorry, um, one horse that I wanted to mention, th- this green fly is a really nice horse, I think. Um, just uh, the, the map... Just, I think it's going to get a bit far back. It was really good um, uh, first up. Also, he's our Bonneville can run a nice race. And also, I want to see Giannis, who's been transferred to the Kieran Maher, David Eustace stable. Um, it's not, not going to run. run. Yeah, it, it probably won't run. It's, it's on a heavy track and Barrier 17 doesn't go on the wet. But it was very, 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 very poorly handled by Chris Waller. And it's a good horse, but it just hasn't been able to show that. So um, watch for Giannis in the future because I think it's a nice horse. Beautiful. I've, I don't I've agree. got, I've got something. Yep. Go on. We'll we'll touch on it. Um, unlike you, Benny, I haven't done bad rap form really, but just going through this race quickly. Uh, Green fly. Uh, 
the map's a bit cast, but it's unbeaten second up, and the wetter the better for this horse. I think um, I think at the each way odds, it's a good play. I like Detonator Jack as a horse, but I don't like him staying at 1,400 metres. Yep. Um, yeah, so I'm with a green fly in the last. That's oh, definitely a fair dart. All right. Let's go to Kembla Grange. We're going up to New South Wales for their big meeting, the Gong. There, uh, the track's obviously a good four at the moment, and it looks clear. 19 degrees and sunshine on Saturday. Rail stays in the true position. Race four, I think you're kicking us off in Barb's. It's the 11-11 benchmark 78 handicap. He's a bloody good horse, and it's <coughs> nice to see he's got a race named after him. I've got no idea who you're tipping. Tell us. Um, yeah, it's good to see a uh, race named after him. Uh, Manicato and Cox Plate Day, everyone seems to be walking around with an 11-11 hat on, so there mm. must be thousands of owners. But I'm with um, number two, Classy JB, in this race. It's an ex-Hong Kong galloper. Uh, first up, it won with Pikey on board at Newcastle, so that's a big tick because he was going shocking in Sydney. Um, as much as I love Parky, as you boys know. And then second up, uh, he carried the big weight with Parky on again and it took the whole race to straight for Mars Mission to get past him. He gets Zach Lloyd here with three kilo claim um, and Zach is absolutely flying up in Sydney at the moment. He's probably the most informed jockey up there at the moment, especially for an apprentice, he's been making all the right decisions in the races and he's seeing them like a beach ball. So, yeah, I'm with Classy JB uh, at a good each-way price in race for at Campbell Grange. Yep, awesome. Wait one sec. All right, I, I've, my first bet actually comes up in race seven. Let me just get it up here. The Warra, 1,000 metres. Um, it's the open handicap and this is a little bit of a hateful horse but oh, here we go. <laughs> he is the winner here N- number one Malkovich um, <laughs> he is just a proper thousand metre horse his best figures definitely have a clear margin on this field he's drawn barrier three so he's going to ping straight to the lead and his run last start at Ramwick was absolutely outstanding he carried the 61 kilos there, and it was obviously nailed by Clemenceau. Um, Clemenceau had had the big weight pull on him. Clemenceau actually carried 50 kilos that day. You mentioned Zach Lloyd. He took three kilos off, so it was 53 kilos down to down to 50. Um, and this horse beat the rest of them easily. Um, also in that race was Dragonstone. Dragonstone is way too close to him in the market here. Malkovich handled him easily there, and I think Dragonstone prefers... Um, probably a wet track if he wanted to be beating Malkovich. Not only that, but Malkovich actually gets a weight swing against Dragonstone for beating him here. He carried 61 kilos there. He now gets down to 59. Josh Parr retains the ride. I think he's going to lead all the way and win. Athelric, look, there's a couple of horses here that have talent. Athelric, Bruckner. Um, Bruckner's drawn out in 14, so that's pretty cast over 1,000 metres. A very fine red. There are some good horses here, but they're going to be spotting him. They're going to be spotting Malkovich a fair start here over the thousand meters, and at four dollars, I think he's a very good bet. Any thoughts from anyone else? No. All right, let's move on to the main race. 
It is the gong. Uh, yes, it is. It is over 1,600 meters. Old time has come. Yeah. The time-honored gong. I couldn't even name yet any of the horses have won this race. Um, I think there was a track record set in a couple of years ago. Old Flame, $6. He's absolutely flying. Brutality on the quick backup, $7. Hope in your heart, $7.50. Rustic Steel, 9 Riadini, $9. Uh, Purple Sector, 11 Promise of Success, 13 Oscar Zulu, 15 Surf Dancer, 19 And longer the rest. Um, I've got an opinion here. Go on, you go first. No, I'm joking. Um, promise of success <laughs> and um, Rustic still bring the, the, the pop-up race form, the, the big dance winner and the invitation winner. So, yeah, what a How joke. Good. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Barbs, did you, did you have a, an opinion in the gong? Um, not really, but having a quick look at the market, Just Folk seems a huge price. Like the horse, the horse is airborne. Never runs a bad race. It tries. And I think you can get mid twenties. You probably get better on the day. It's worth an each way play. Probably main bet place. Yep, no, that's fair. Um, I've probably got to stick up for brutality a little bit here. Um, I I've been kicking up for this horse all preparation, uh, and he's just been placed wrong in my opinion. He placed in the Premier, the Sydney Stakes, the Winners Stakes, and the Hunter. Um, all 1,200, 1,300 metres, and he's just had none in those, but he's always finished off really well. He gets the 1,600 metres here on the backup. Um, I hope Joe Pride has mapped this uh, out, the whole preparation, and it's not just an afterthought. Gets him with 54.5 kilos. I think he's going to be charging at them late, and he could get some of mine. Rustic Steel, I think, is the map horse. Um, he obviously won the big dance last start, as Will mentioned, the time on it. Um, and he's going to get every opportunity. He goes Nash to Brenton Abdallah, so that's probably a slight negative. But those are probably the two I'm working Dep- around. Depends which Abdallah rocks up. Yeah, good Abdallah is is very good, but he can very good. he can kind of flick the switch a little bit. Old Flame is a deserved favourite, but he's just drawn a little bit cast out in 19. So yeah, interested to see what happens there from the map. He'll go back. Fairies <laughs> on. Yeah. He'll be last giving him 1,500 lengths. Anything in race 9 or 10? I've got one in race 10. Go on. Uh, Race 10, it's a 78 handicap over 1,400 metres. And we mentioned Zach Lloyd. Well, we're going to give him another mention here. Um, I thought it was D-Day for this horse last start. His name is Tamerlane, number 5 for the Blue Jackets. And he won really nicely. Yes, he got the PR, but he's going to get the PR again here. Drawn barrier three. Um, he rises a little bit in weights from last start, but he actually this is actually he actually drops in grade. Um, Zach Lloyd takes sixty down to fifty seven, and all this horse actually needed. I know we we joke about him that he has been a little bit hateful, but all he needed was dry tracks. Just absolutely wipe his heavy track form. Um, he ran second to Waterford last preparation he ran third to military expert and uh, al rocco that's really good form on a soft five he ran third to waihaha falls that horse was given a massive chance in the hunter last week um obviously didn't make the field and probably was a little bit disappointing um in the in the other race it ran in but still tamalan's um overall form on dry tracks is really good 10 starts three wins two second placings and two third placings and at around the $8 mark, I think he's just 
a bet that you have to be having given given the map he's got all right mm. seven dollars a field yeah it is it's a wheelbot market <laughs> let me just load up ascot now it is worth noting that in race nine uh, nugget is going around so if you like that detonator jack form and you like him well nugget should be pretty hard to beat in race nine yeah absolutely all right let's go to ascot obviously the first big group one day um the pinnacles rolls on in style and it is the railway stakes meeting track is a good four rail stays in the true position so we're expecting fair track um Will, I think we're both keen in race two. Is that where we're leading us off? The rating 66-2200? Yep. You can go first. Um, all right. Well, firstly, when I was looking at this race, I saw Kulf was in it, and I was like, <laughs> why the fuck are they traveling this horse? Because it's got none wherever it goes. Sorry, Maxi. Uh, I'm with... Drew really last start. It's going yeah, for the Perth Cup. But it didn't win, so... Yeah, because I backed it. <laughs> I think there was a few others sticking up for it as well. Uh, I'm with number nine. Um, truly inspired. Pikey keeps the ride. It bolted in in a midweek. I think it was last week. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Pike's first ride back. Went around $1.45. Yeah, we are getting 250 260 some places here it stepped up to 2200 meters and i think that's ideal from barrier three it's pretty much just a sit and steer job for willie um yeah i think it's a pretty pretty easy way to start off the day at ascot if you just completely pen race one because that looks impossible uh also like uh, the four Zadar Rock at odds. I just think the map might be a little bit cast. But yeah, um, number nine truly inspired for me. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Um, go back and watch the visual of this horse, and it's pretty outstanding work. He he has a lot of ground to make up, but at the same time, he never ever look like losing um one little pearl i love is pikey horses stepping up and trip because we know sometimes he can get a little bit too far back but this horse drawn barrier three he goes 1800 meters to 2200 meters he drops four and a half kilos at the weight so he's got the absolute perfect platform and as you said we love Kulf, we love maxi but when you see Kulf there at six dollars as the danger um it doesn't really worry you too much. I think. Ooh, scary. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think the six to four odds for Truly Inspired is a very good bet. A um, mm. bit of fraction odds for you there, partners. And I, I think. <laughs> I think he'll be cleaning this this field up um, quite easily. All right, let's go to race three. It's a rating seventy-two over a thousand meters. Willie Barb's lead us away. Uh. And with number two, Ak Romantula. It was very good first up behind Snipperucci, who we will touch on later. But I think in this grade, Snipperucci is, is a very good horse. But yes, anyway, it's first and second up record. Ak Romantula is very, very good. Um, it should go straight to the front from three here. And I think they will, it'll be very hard to catch. Um, Flying missile is probably the danger with Parnamon. 
but yeah, happy to be with Akramantula with the extra run under its belt. I think it'll be hard to beat at seven. Sweet. Let's go to... Hold on, punters. Race three. It is... Loading we just did oh, we, sorry, we did race three. Sorry, sorry, race four. Computer has just decided to scram itself. Race four. 66 plus rating race. It's over 1,400 metres. I think there's only three horses kind of in single figures here and they, they cross swords. Again, um, Written Matter, Zafira, and the other one is El Safina for Pikey. Who gets the nod? Uh, El Safina gets the nod. Yes! It's, <laughs> I think it's a very smart horse. I think it's better than this grade. Um, look, the favourite was absolutely butchered by Carberry first up, and he holds the ride, and it's barrier one. I just don't think it mapped very well. It, it's going to sit out the back, and it's probably going to get locked away. I think uh, Pikey stays out of trouble from barrier eight. The horse is a winner. It's seven starts, five wins, and two minor placings. Um, it's beaten better horses than water in this in this race, and I personally think she's a group class mare. Um, the form guide won't say she's first up, but she is pretty much first up. She's in races the 24th September, and she is unbeaten first up. I think... 1,400 metres is ideal, and I think she'll be the one coming down the outside late and yep. we'll get the get the photo finish. Yep. Yes, no photo finish, just a nice length. <laughs> no, I absolutely agree. This horse is $5 on Bet365, um, so we're all aligning here. I think what about, that's an outstanding what, bet. Yep. What about not, not, about not, see, not secret? What about it? It's top rated on the... <laughs> what about it? Um, what about it? <laughs> Give us something. Wait, wait for age watch. It's, it's the um, top rated on the weight for age ratings. Right. Well, <clears throat> and it's eleven dollars. Fair enough. Um, I think though, Alzafina, just visually, this this thing looks really impressive, and the massive gear change it gets is it goes Carberry to Pikey, um, and this is the type of horse that you really want Pikey on. Drawn eight, kind of a swooper. And he's just going to be absolutely motoring home down the outside. I think she should be closer to the favourite. She does have to carry the 59 kilos here, but I wouldn't worry about that too much. As you mentioned, this Safira was slaughtered um, as a $2.15 favourite last start. We've seen that it can go forward, so I would suggest that Carberry will be trying to go forward this time around. Um, I probably have to save on her just because we know her talents. She is a very good horse, and Simon Miller has a, has a bigger, big opinion of her. Um, and I thought Two Written Matter was probably the one I could kind of pen. I know it won really impressively last start, but I kind of just want to take it on. It's got a rise three kilos at the weights. It was penalised for that that last win. It'll it will be in front, um, but hopefully there is a little bit of pressure around, and Pikey comes absolutely motoring down the outside to grab him. Yeah, Zafira is definitely the exact horse, the saber horse. Um, but yeah, Al Safina, like last start, it had absolutely none with Carberry on, and it ran past Benji and advanced, who no hacks. at the time, and it went, yeah, exactly, no hacks. But I think Benji would won like four or five on the bounce at that at that time, so yeah, she's a very good horse. Yeah, 
All right, it really heats up here. Uh, race five is the Crown Jungle Mist Classic. It's a listed race over 1,200 metres. Snipperucci is our favourite, $2.30. Um, has been impressive, but has been doing it over the winter months, and we're keen to hear some big opinions here from you, Wilbur. Baby Paris, number 13, is $4. Then you're out to Angelic Miss, $10. Bazoom, $10. Real Grace, $16. And Vane, Tempest, $18. Uh, I can't forget the top weight, Amasina. She's as big as $26. So it's a very good sprint race. Some people are saying this Snipperucci is immoral. You're not. I don't like the horse. Like I said, I think back in that 72-plus rating grade, I think good horse. Um, she's setting up to listed grade here. Yes, you could argue these aren't that good. But I think there is a good one right down the bottom in Baby Paris. Um this three-year-old filly hasn't done anything wrong apart from playing up like a spastic last week in the mounting yard and then being scratched at the barriers. But she goes, she puts herself on speed. She gets in with the 51 and a half kilos. Um, she's drawn six. All Naki has to do is literally just sit and steer. I think she's going to go straight to the front and I don't think they catch her. If they do overdo it up front and something takes her on, then I think... Um, Angelic Mist and Amasinus, especially Amasinus at 26 the is the wrong oh, price. I knew, I knew both <laughs> of those two were coming. I'm looking at the form gun and I was like, I'm just about to say a one and two. Barbs is about to say it. And I think I think if they overdo it up front, Amasinus will absolutely be charging home late. Um, she's back to her right grade. She finally gets out to 1,200 metres. That race last week, the... Well, we thought it was the Elite Street Miss Kentucky race, but it actually turned out to be the Vista Test race. She was given none from that, just like Elite Street Miss Kentucky were. Um, again, she's drawn 11, so she'll have to go back. But $26 back, you know, in a listed race with a few of these going around. She's got more talent. I think she's a big price. But yeah, Baby Paris is probably the best bet for me on Saturday. Wow. The, the ratings I'm looking at um, sort of say that um, Snipperich is a bit of a moral, but that's just that's just like automated, so yeah, could be wrong. Got to have a look at the iron, got to have a look at the form. <laughs> the, the iron... Well, I haven't done the race. I'm, I'm just looking at the like the automated ratings. Just Wilbot being Wilbot. Yeah. Wilbot being Wilbot. Yeah. That's fine. Just means we might get a better price, Baby Paris. I think she's hard to beat. The yeah, only horse that's beaten her is cause... Amelina's Jewel. So yeah. at least at least you're something. nice at least you're nice to the guests well, you're not. they're just automated ratings they don't, they don't necessarily mean anything yeah, well, whenever I try and say something no the ratings mean everything <laughs> yeah but it would have been the, the automated ratings and, uh, as in just like bark down Trav Noonan <laughs> <laughs> hey wouldn't do that that's his idol <laughs> Um, it is worth noting that this baby Paris was holding favoritism over my Bellamy last week before she got scratched at the barriers. So that's a fair line. I thought she was drawn a little bit cast last week in 13, but barrier six, she does she does map better this week. All right, let's move on to race six. It's the listed Carbine Club of Western Australia stakes, not to be confused with the Carbine Club that we have on Derby Day. Devoted hasn't made uh, the railway stakes field. He's our favourite from Billy Ain't Silly, Comes a Time and Minx Moment. Um, I'll quickly go first. Devoted's been slaughtered all preparation, let's be honest. Um, the first two, well, one was by Taj Dyson. 
The next was by Patrick Carberry, both absolute car crashes. And then last start, Pikey on a slow tempo has just kind of dragged him back nearer to last and he sat three wide, no cover the whole way. He's still um, found the line really nicely. Is he good enough to win a railway? No, I don't think he was good enough to win a railway anyway, but he's definitely good enough to win this race. He's up against the B graders here. Um, I know Billy and Silly will go forward. He'll be in front for a long way, but I do think Devoted has a margin on him. Um, drawn nine, so the nine or fourteen. So hopefully Pikey does find cover. He is a horse that can go forward or back, so that's positive. He's clearly on top for mine, and I think around the three dollars is a fair enough price. If we get better, then that's awesome. The horse that we did suggest as a early bet is the Victorian number five Minx Moment. This horse goes to WA and he's obviously searching for the dry tracks. I don't think he really handled the soft seven last time at Flames and did cop a, a bit dry of a tracker. bump. Yeah, did cop a bit of a bump at the top of the straight. Um, prior to that, he beat Fields of Roses easily. That horse is actually flying for Gavin Bejgood. Um and it's around the ten dollar mark. I don't think this horse is going to start ten dollars. I think it's going to start closer to sevens. Get CJP on from Barrier Six, so the map is perfect. Um, yeah, son of I am invincible. I think he's going to be starting shorter. What were your thoughts, Will? Um, I'm with you with Devoted. I think Willie may put it in the race. If you go back and look at its form uh, when it put three on the trot and it won the Belmont Guineas, uh, it settled fourth at its first the first win of that prep then it settled third and then it settled fourth again in the Belmont Guineas um, I agree it was slaughtered in the first two I think last week Pikey just thought it was better than them it was a very arrogant ride and he did get it wrong um, but I agree I think if it went into the railway it had absolutely none so they've probably found its right race here um, mixed moments the danger on dry ground Billy Ain't Silly is one I have black booked purely for not this race, but for its second up race. The horse is unbeaten second up and it improves mm. dramatically first up to second up. Um, I have a lot of time for Lacta Romoli. It will go forward and I think he rates them really well up front. But yeah, I'm looking to back him second up, not first up. I'm devoted here as well. Yeah. What, what about Star Align? What do you think of that horse? Is this, is this on top in the weight for edge ratings as well? <laughs> no, but it's it's close to it. Yeah, fair enough. What do you um, think of it? I just don't think it has anywhere near as much upside as some of these. It's obviously had 40 starts, and yeah, it'll be the there ratings about say again. otherwise. It's got upside, doesn't it? <laughs> no, the not, not. The seven-year-old gelding's got upside. No, not not upside, but it, but it's been to a level consistently. Um, the map is cast here as well, Wilbur. It's drawn 14 okay. or 14. It's an on-pace okay. horse. That's fair yeah, enough. I thought Super I was consistent guessing. horse. It's had 40 starts and 70% of those starts, it's, it's ran one, two or three. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's could a ripper. S- stick up for it for a place maybe at 20s. But yeah, yeah if, if that's winning, I'm definitely losing on the race. Yeah, 100%. Okay, when it wins, it'll go on the intro. <laughs> <laughs> The race caller won't even know oh. its name, let alone being on the intro. <laughs> All right. One horse the race caller will know is the best horse in the world in the race seven. That's what she's been talked up as. 
Her the name, best filly in Australia. Oh, she's not. She's not. No, I, that, that's, that's the, the narrative. That's the headline. That's the narrative. That's the narrative. In Secret is the best filly in Australia. Um, I don't think this horse could even... In Secret could be the best sprinter in Australia by next year. Uh, oh, what, you're giving up on Nature Strip already, mate. <laughs> oh. So wounds. she could be. Open wounds. <laughs> All right. Let me introduce this race. It is the Group 2 WA Guineas. It's a $500,000 race. Um, this race is is pretty much a Group 1 for these Perth uh, trainers. This is the one they want to win for the three-year-olds on the on the way to the Group 1s. Amelia's Jewel, she has been well-backed in betting. She is our $2.20 favorite from Bustler. Uh, and then you go to all the King's men. They're the only ones in single figures. Then you're out to the top weight, Snowdome, and kind of along the rest. I'll quickly go first. I am with Amelia's Jewel, and she will be one of my better bets of the day. Um, I thought her win first up was really good. She overcame trouble, and she won over 1,200 metres. Last start, I thought her run was good. There was definitely nothing wrong with it. Laced up heels was a deserving winner, but I thought Patrick Carberry did miss the boat a little bit. Um, bit of a sleepy ride, bit of an arrogant ride. Um, I'm hoping Barrier 5... He just has to put this horse into the race. And if he does, her turn of foot will be too good for him, I think. Um, she posted the second fastest final 200 metres of the entire meeting last start off a fast tempo. So we love to see that. She came home in 5.4 lengths above the all benchmark for a 7.2 overall figure. Um, so that's good going. She now steps up to 1,600 metres. That's exactly what she's looking for. And... I just think she's going to be stronger at the mile than some of these boys. Bustler and all the King's men, there was nothing between them at their last start. Um, they went to the went to the wire and there was only a nose in it. So they're obviously both good horses as well, but I think Amelia's Jewel, she's the one with more upside, 1,600 metres, apparently working the house down, and I think she has this race in her keeping. Will Barbs? Yeah, I completely agree. Um... I think she's been looking for 1,600 metres all prep. I think her win first up was ridiculous. Um, last start, Carberry completely and utterly missed the boat. Uh, Parnham just outrode him. And then, look, the horse, Laced Up Heels didn't win last week, but it, it, it did frank the form. It was, she sat four wide pretty much the trip and yeah, tired late. Um, I think the danger is... Bustler, the unbeaten horse. Uh, I think he's suited up to 1,600 metres as well. I know there wasn't much between him and all the King's men last start, but all the King's men was in front of him and Bustler ran him down late and he was just tougher, tougher late as well. I think that's pretty much all we need to go into. I just think, I think Amelina still just absolutely will just brain him. I think she's been looking for 1,600 metres. Um, and yeah, I think she shows up and puts her hand up to be one of the better middle distance three year olds in the country. Yeah, no, it definitely is exciting. Put it this way, punters: if Amelia's Jewel wins on Saturday, then I'll be winning for the whole day. And uh, she's yeah, you've made that clear in the group chat. She's a two dollar twenty favorite. So there we go. Let's move on to the group <laughs> one. It is the time honored. I know we joke about the saying time honored a lot on this podcast, but this is a time honored race. It is the Railway Stakes. 1,600 metres under handicap conditions. 
Number seven, Alaskan God is our favorite. He is currently $4 and he's seven starts for five wins. Tricks of the Trade is $5. Carly's Karma, $7.50. Treasured Star, $9.50. Ironclad, $11. Devoted won't get a run. Searching Rocks, $14. Yonkers, $16. Last of the Line, $16. Resort Man, $19. Uh, Comfort Me, $21. And Buster Bash, absolutely flying, $23. He looks our likely leader. Will Barbs, I'll let you lead off first. All right. Well, Pikey's shooting for five in a row, I believe. Yeah, he is. Um, and he rides Treasured Star here. I, apart from the barrier, which is a super can I just, can I just Can I just say something before? Because I was keen. We both were keen on Treasured Star last time when it duly saluted at $13. So I was listening to SEN today, and they were talking to... Is it... Um, Jason Taylor, the trainer of Search and Rocks, and they was they were discussing about how Kira Yule was going to have a she was having a hard or she's going to have a hard time getting from fifty four to fifty three because she's struggling to ride fifty four at the moment. And he said he had a jockey on standby after last Saturday after his horse didn't get into the railway, but he goes I don't want to say who it is, and then, like Gareth pressed him about it, and it was then he got the information out of him that it was Pikey. And Pikey's riding Treasured Star because obviously Devoted didn't get in, and he didn't want to ride Treasured Star because he doesn't think Treasured Star is good enough to win a railway. Wow. Pikey said that. This is what Pikey's allegedly said. Oh, then he's definitely not going to put in the race. Uh, look, I think she's cast from twenty. If she drew better, I would be with her. Got to remember, she was four dollar favourite when in the all-in market when they first went up and then she was absolutely slaughtered first up. She was either slaughtered or the instructions were drag her back and don't give her a gut buster. Um, CJP took over last start. She, she was put into the race and she saluted. Um, I don't know. I thought this was probably one of the hardest races of the day. I was don't let Pikey grow you up. Don't let Pikey grow you up. He doesn't do any form. No, I know that, but I was I was talking to you during the week. I was keen on Treasure Star until the barrier. Yeah. I think Carly's Karma is the hole in the market. I don't know why this thing's $8. I actually really like Ironclad here, third up, making mm. the trip across for a dry track. Lockie Nindorf is the grey up, but I think Ironclad's a bet at double figures, and I think the biggest... Danger is Alaskan God um, with CP on. The horse is just a dead set winner. Um, it was dragged back in the Asian bow and flew home late. It was not there to win that race. Uh, it's been set for this race the whole time. Yep. So, yeah, they're my two bets. I'm with Ironclad and Alaskan God. Um, but, yeah, I have also had something on Treasured Star, but I just don't, I don't like the barrier. What do you yep. think of Tricks of the Trade? Tricks of the Trade, uh, it's a winner as well, but I just don't think it's as good as Alaskan, Alaskan God. Um, the other one I have to mention as well is God has chosen CJP. What's going on with this horse? Like, mm. What's happened to him? Nothing's happened to him. He's been set for one race, and that's this. Why has he changed trainers? He hasn't. I think she is Lindsay's, or was with Lindsay uh, as her 
foreman or something, and I think maybe she's just taken over. Maybe the owners wanted to go with her. He is very... He's a very long price in this race. I think he. you could also save on him. But yeah, Has, Ironclad, hasn't Lindsay taken his um his WA hook, W stable away? Like he's not doing the WA stable, so that's probably why. Possible. Yeah. Yeah, possible. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that, but that's possible. But yeah, ironclad for me each way, and then save on the last one, God. Beautiful. Um, I'll go next. I think the market has the race pretty well spot on. I agree with you about Carly's Karma. This, there's no way this horse should be. It's seven dollars fifty on the TAB. If you go back and watch its starts um, over 1,500 metres, 1,600 metres, and even last start, I don't think this horse is actually going to run a strong mile at all. Um, got beaten by Massimo last start. Come on. Yeah, got beaten by Massimo last start, had the PR, went around as a $3.50 favourite and had the PR at the end of last preparation over the 1,600 metres and peaked on a run. So I can't see it actually running 1,600 metres. Um, if we line up Alaskan God and Tricks of the Trade, I think Alaskan God is slightly the better horse. Um, listen to this. First up, 1,400 metres, ran its last 200 metres in 10.85. So that's absolutely flying. It was only even kind of speed. He, he went slow, so he was right at the back and did no work. But stepping up to 1,600 metres is exactly what he wants. If this was over 1,800 metres and further, then I'd have him clearly on top of Tricks of the Trade. The thing is, Tricks of the Trade has drawn eight. Alaskan God's drawn 14. So Tricks of the Trade does get his chance to beat him because um, he will be more of the map horse, as you could say, and he will have a few lengths advantage on him. But, uh, you know, another 100 metres last start and Alaskan God would have gobbled him up. Uh, we now get an extra 200 metres. So... It's definitely advantage Alaskan God. He's the clear on top selection for me. Um, I could save the exacta 16.7 and I could come with you ironclad for sure. Um, this horse ran a big race in the Cranbourne Cup. We know that was a real pace meltdown as Will Alford likes to say and Uncle Brim was way too good for him. Um, but that should top me off really nicely uh, and we know these Victorians have a good record when they come over. But yeah. 7, 16, and 9 would be my top three numbers. All right. Did you have one in the last, Will? Or... Uh, yes and no. The horse is a, loves running second, but it's got Pikey on, so it's not really a tip, <laughs> but it's got Willie in the last for Grant and Alana Williams. The, um, you know... The old crew gets back together. Obviously, they're not in the Peters colours, but number seven, Crescent City. Um, yeah, I think maybe you could try and get Pikey to blast us out in the last there. I love this. I love this. Uh, it's not really a tip, but I'll, I'll claim it if it wins. No, I won't claim it. Look, I, it <laughs> you can't, can't see Pikey in the last in WA and not, not mention it. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fair, fair. All right, let's move on to Honkers before we... Honkers? Um, yeah. Big, big, big meeting. Obviously, the last meeting before the big Hong Kong International Races Day. It's the three Group 2 Preludes. But one of the other highlights on the card could be coming up in Race 5. Is that where you want to start? Uh, where do I want to start? Yes. Obviously, race 3 is a good race as well. The, the Class 2, 1,800 metres of running glory... Rise Brethren, some of those horses, Sight Spirit, but I didn't really nah, have a right. there. 
Yeah, I left out race. I was skip race three and four. Uh, race two, I want to mention two debutantes. It's hard um, with Shartin until obviously the Sunday morning, Benny, as you know, because they don't no actually worries. release the prices. Hmm. Now, there's two debutantes in race two. There's a shitload of debutantes in race two, but there's two that I'm interested in. Number 11, one heart one, and number 12, super lucky. Um, Blake Shin rides the 11, and J-Mac rides the 12. Obviously, this is price-dependent, but they're both trialled in Australia and then were sold straight away to Hong Kong. So they've obviously showed something in the trials. Um, one Heart One has had one, two, three, four trials in Hong Kong and won two of them. And super lucky has had four trials in Hong Kong, sorry, three trials in Hong Kong, one, two of them ran second and the other. Um, it tried four times at Warwick Farm before it was sold, and it won three of them as well. So they're the two I'm interested in. Obviously, it's just market dependent on what price we get. Yeah, no, 100%. It is a bit, a little bit difficult with no markets out, but we try and guess it, them and we'll, we'll do our best. Yeah. All right, let's go to race five, the 1,200-meter class three. This is probably one of the hottest class threes you'll ever see in Hong Kong. Um, just reeling off some of these names, Saquin, Lord Thunder is unbeaten, two out of two. He's been really impressive. Uh, Golden Express, he won by five and a half lengths on debut. Will uh, You'll be able to tell us what his Australian name was. Victor, the winner, he looked like an absolute star winning on debut, and then at his second start, he had excuses he just got weak tired late but he, he kind of missed the start ran into the rail so you'd be putting him in your numbers again and then this island golden he's another one he won by 3.3 lengths on debut sp a dollar 60 wow what a race for a class three i'm not even sure who's going to go up favorite who do you who uh, do you think the, um, the betting will miss golden express and that's the bet i think in this race yeah um what was Lord his name Thunder, his name was Golf of Venice, for anyone yep. interested. Um, you can, if you are a punter subscriber, you can go back and watch his replay. He sat fifth in the run, peeled out on the bend, and just Ryan Maloney just sat there and he just ran away from him um, completely under his own steam. I think he's the bet. I think he will go up the longest out of all of them just because Lord Thunder's got um, what's he got he's unbeaten in his first two in his first campaign he's got a dollar forty and a dollar ninety SP Island Golden was super impressive on debut he's got a dollar sixty SP there and then we all know what happened with Victor the winner last start it was probably one of the worst days in Hong Kong for sick beats we had yeah, Victor the winner and then I think about two races later we had, uh, I can't remember the name. Beauty Eternal? It? Yeah, Beauty Eternal, which was an absolute moral beat and almost fell, got chopped out for a run about three times and still charge. Hmm. And Victor gets the Dang. goat. So I think Golden will, will actually get a prize, and I think he's the bet in this race. Um, obviously, you don't know how they're going to travel, but he gets Zach Purton, which is a big tick, Um so, yeah, I'm with Golden Express. Obviously, uh, it's price dependent on how we actually stake in that race. 
Um, but yeah, I think Lord Thunder will go up favourite, and I think he'll go up short. Yeah, right. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure what the betting will do. I think you might not get as big a price as you think you might because Zach Purton is riding Golden Express and he has drawn Barrier One. Um, I think Victor he'll the, open big, but they'll back him. Yeah, Victor the winner is a horse I've got a massive opinion of, and I, I'd just absolutely put the pen for his last start. He's definitely going to lead here. I think one of the most interesting things with this race is you've got two favourites drawn Barrier One and Barrier Two, and then you've got the others drawn Twelve and Thirteen. So. Uh, that makes it really, really interesting from not only a betting perspective, but a map perspective. So we'll wait until the odds come out on Sunday morning and then see where we bet. All right, let's go to race six. I know we spent a lot of time on that race, but it's, it's one of the hotter class threes you'll ever see. Um, race six is the group two uh, sprint over 1,200 meters. Obviously, this is the last key lead up before the Hong Kong sprint. Um, the top weight is Wellington. He is the best sprinter in Hong Kong. He lays his claim to that quite easily now. Um, he beat number 11, Lucky Swayness, last start. And then you've got number 10, Cordyceps 6, who was respected in that market as well. I'll lead us off. Um, I thought if Lucky Swayness was going to beat him last start, then that was possibly his opportunity. He was fitter than him. Wellington was only first up, and he had only he had 61 kilos uh, there, Wellington. So he actually drops three kilos from that. He gets him with 58, and he meets him better at the weights for beating him. The other thing is Lucky Swainess has drawn 11 again. So if he's even half a length slow, then he's going to have to use up a bit of weight. Um, I'm not going to label Wellington a moral. I think he's going to... Oh, I think there should be a market out for this race already. I think he's around the 230, 240 mark. But he's, for... he's even money on bet 365. Oh, really? He's even money. Um, $5 lucky swainess. Yeah. Oh, I think it's right. I think I'd, I'd love if we could get $2 sort of 20 for Wellington, but I do think he is the clear market favourite. He gets a weight. Obviously, as I said, he gets a three-kilo weight swing on lucky swainess for beating him. He draws barrier seven. That's probably the perfect barrier for him. We know he's a get-back run-on sprinter. Um and I just think his turn of foot is a little bit too good for him. I don't think he's a, I don't think he's got lengths on this field, but he only needs to have one length on him to be winning here. And yeah, I'm pretty keen on him. What do you think, Barbs? Yeah, well, question, for, question for you is both yeah. that you can answer after Barbs has finished. I want your thoughts on Super Wealthy on OJ Mac. Yeah, okay. Two J Macs riding. Um. Yeah, we're, we're seeing it the same. There's only two chances in this race, let's be honest. Um, look, it, with the markets out, with Lucky Swainess at fives, if he had a drawn better, mm. I think he could have potentially just been a bet at that price. I think they will back him. His SPs, not just this campaign, really his whole career, are very, very strong. Um, he's got Zach Purton, who... Obviously, he's the best rider in Hong Kong. I just, I, don't, I can't see him beating Wellington. If he was going to beat him, it was going to be last start. Um, Wellington, he just maps so much better than Lucky Swainess. He's going to have to do no work from seven, and he'll just kind of, he'll peel out and he'll come down the outside. And I think he'll just put him away again, and he'll just be too strong. But yeah, if Lucky Swainess had a drawn a bit softer then you probably could have actually had a proper save on him. Yeah. Um, just reeling off, this is Wellington's 
first up performance on punting form, uh, carrying 61 kilos off just an even tempo. He's ran his last 600 metres 8.8 lengths above the all uh, average for an overall figure of 10.8 above. So that's a massive return. This horse might have come back better than he than he even left. So that's very exciting. Nico, just to your question about super, super wealthy, in my opinion, 1,000 metre horse. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that would be my assessment of him. All right, let's go to race seven. It is one of the most interesting races of the day, despite the fact that we are likely to have a $1.40 kind of favorite. Um, it is the mile, 1,600 meters, group two, the main lead up before the Hong Kong mile, and the best horse in Hong Kong is number one, Golden 60, and he comes into this first up. So a bit of an interesting setup. They haven't left the, the preparation this late, I don't think ever. Usually he's had at least one or two runs coming to this. Um, and I think he's around the $1.30, $1.40 mark. And California Spangle, number three, he's the new kid on the block. He's going to lead here. Um, is Zach Purton going to get up? We know he's got COVID right now. Is he going to get up for Sunday? I think that has a massive bearing on the price this horse starts and how we assess him. But only a field of seven. Spangle draws three. He's going to rocket straight to the front. He's already had two runs under the belt, and he's going to say, catch me if you can. He's a very, very good horse. 12 starts, eight wins, and four second placings. He's already run second to Golden 60. Golden 60 beat him quite easily, two lengths, but he's got the big fitness edge here. Can he beat him? If Zach gets up, and if he uses the fact that he's had two runs and 60's had none to his advantage and just goes handlebars down, then, yeah, I think he can beat him. Um, but I just I don't know if they will go handlebars down. It's not grand final for either of them. Um, so, I don't know. If I think if he goes slow and it's a sit and sprint, Golden 60 will just go straight past them and the champ will just do what the champ does. But if Zach maybe takes off at the 6 700 and turns it into a real real testing 1600 meters first up for golden 60 then he might actually get away get away with it but yeah i can see him potentially beating him here but he won't beat him on grand final day yeah surely zach has a crack surely he's not just going around for a little spin around he's gonna let him go and say if the champ's good enough to beat me first up i'm gonna make him earn every inch of it if zach surely. gets up if zach if gets zach gets bed. up <laughs> He's if Zach is if Zach is on, he he I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to get the champ beat on Sunday. If Zach's on Spangle, I'm on. I'd be careful. Golden sixty tried like an absolute star or jumped out or whatever that was. It was. Yeah, but he's was... not a betting proposition at a dollar thirty, Bubs. No, he's not a betting proposition. But I wouldn't be chips in Spangle when you've got. The best horse in Hong Kong running around. We don't. I'm not going to be chips in, but for the sake see, of the best, I see the Nico's race. angle. Look, yeah. I'll go next. Golden sixty is my favourite horse. Like everyone knows that he's <laughs> he's literally the racing previews photo horse on Instagram, and he's an absolute ripper. Twenty four starts for twenty one wins and two placings, and we know at least one or two of those starts he just hasn't handled a wet track. So. He is one of the better horses to come out of Hong Kong in the last 15 years. Um, and his his recent trial was really good. If he's around, like, he's a horse that I, I can hand on heart say that I've proper launched a couple of times at $1.30, $1.40, and I don't do that Generate. often. Like, 
<laughs> like, no, some, there are some horses where you actually can take a price about them like that. Winks, Golden Sixty, when they're a dollar forty and the dollar forty's value, you can do it. Western but, Empire. What about what about the two bucks they gave us last year, all in for the Hong Kong? Yeah, bar? because Thanks yeah, obviously he didn't handle the wet track, and then they put up two dollars after he got beaten by um Russian Emperor. Russian Emperor. Um, yeah. But yeah. I will not be backing Golden Sixty if he's a dollar thirty on the weekend. Like I won't be launching into him. Will I be having multis through him? Potentially. I just want to see what the market does. Um, I think California Spangle could start shorter than what he currently is. I think he's around the. What, uh, if if what, Zach, what if, price? What price is it going to take for you to open the shoulders? Or you're not prepared to do that first up with just. I'm not backing you know, Golden Sixty. If he's if he's even if he gets out to the dollar fifty, I'm not going to open the shoulders. Just multis, yeah, okay. possibly. Yeah. Um, Will, I have a question Spangle. for you. Yeah. Did you say Golden Sixty trialed like a star? You know what I mean. But did you see it? It, it was effortless. <laughs> it's Golden Sixty. <laughs> of course, he trialed well. He looks like he, he's preparation to start later, but he actually he looks super fit. Like he looks ready to go, which you would think so because he's having this run and then he's going straight into his grand final. So I just I don't. I think Spangle's opportunity to beat him is this weekend. And if Zach rides, that's his best hope. I still think Golden 60 holds the crown as the best horse in Hong Kong for now. Yeah, I, would um, love to have, I would love to have seen Bayed go to Hong Kong, him and G60 just, just lock horns at the 600 and rip home together. That wouldn't be locking horns. I think you'll find Bayed. <laughs> Bayed yeah, would have left him for dust. Oh, it would be nice to see him go. But you've, you've still got to you've still got to go to a different country to a different track, and you've still got yeah. to do it. Um, they're not they're not invincible, but on times and measures and ratings, as Bullbot will refer to, Boyd does have his measure comfortably. All right, let's go to race eight. It is the two thousand meter Group Two. It's obviously the the Hong Kong Cup Prelude and Romantic Warrior Number Moral. One gets James McDonald aboard for the first time. This is a horse. Let, let me just read out my uh, my black book notes when I when I uh, first ever black booked him. Maiden win super and followed up with another class four win with sixty and a half kilos. Stylish and progressive. Definitely keep following. Uh, back next start. So <laughs> there you go. That was over twelve hundred meters, and he's gone through the grades in Hong Kong. He's only been beaten once, and the only time. He was beaten. It was a farcical uh, tempo. California Spangle led it a crawl, and this horse got back. He then beat California Spangle. So they locked horns in the three-year-old series last year. It was 2-1, advantage Romantic Warrior. And I know there's a lot of hype around California Spangle, but at 2,000 meters, you've got to say for now that Romantic Warrior is the better horse. Um, he went on to win the big group one at the end of last preparation, and gee, he looks hard Spanked to beat him. Him. He absolutely spanked him, and he was off the map in that race too. He didn't even go up favourite. Yeah. He should be unbeaten. That race that Spangle beat him at eighteen hundred metres, they handed that to Zach. No, yeah, they handed that to Zach. Karras yeah. got way too far back, and then he was wide. And the form guide says good, but from memory, I think it rained that day as well, and it was yeah. very hard to make ground. Um, he's an absolute mile. He gets the goat. He will win this and then he will go to the Hong Kong Cup I believe and yep. he will win that as well 
Um, the thing with the Hong Kong Cup is he's not a moral Jab, Hong Kong J- Cup because gonna, the Japanese are going to come yeah. over. You've got Jack Dior coming over, all those good horses. Um, he's going to have some fierce competition. He's They've also he, got to come and play at his backyard, though. True, but the Japs, it's, it's, they get their dry track in Hong Kong, and that's why they perform in Hong Kong. It's not yeah, like they're going a long chomp. But, yeah, we're getting two bucks here. Just launch, because you won't start that on the day. He started a dollar eighty in the group one. Um, the group one before he went out for a spell. Yeah, and he did do not go know, up that price. Yeah. Do we know if J Max going back to ride him? Because that meeting's a couple of days after. Is it? Isn't it? The sure. international meetings on the Wednesday, and then that's on the weekend, or no? Well, no, he's, so the, he's the there. jockey challenge is on the Wednesday, and then the international yeah. meeting is on the Sunday. Yeah. And he's yeah, there. So on yeah, he'd Wednesday. stay the whole week. Yeah, yeah he'd stay yeah, the whole week. there on the Wednesday, so there's yeah. every chance he's going to be there on the Sunday. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he'll stay cool. the whole week. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's put um, the pen through a couple, Will. Yeah, I think, first of all, as much as we love Beauty Joy, um, the horse needs to fix its manners. I don't think it's going to run 2,000 metres if it races erratically. If Zach doesn't get up, it definitely won't run 2,000 metres because he seems to be the only one knows how to ride that horse i don't think it should be 430 or whatever it is um it's a clown it races with its head radically throws it all over the place did it 1800 meters last start against money snatcher how is it going to do it against russian uh sorry romantic warrior it's it's got group one talent like let's be honest but it's racing manners are shocking and in these better races it's not going to measure up like you said he got beaten by money stealer last start um, I think Russian Emperor should be second favourite Benny, I know you didn't like his first up run But that was 1600 metres Which didn't suit uh, He goes best for Blake He beats As we touched on, he beat Golden 60 Last preparation And he went out Our group one winner at the end of last season as well I think if there is a danger which I don't think it is. I think Russian Warrior is just a moral. But if there is a danger, it has to be Russian Emperor at around the nine ten dollar mark, which you can get. Yeah, and he gets shitty back as well. Yep. That's what I mean. He go. He only really goes for Blake, and Blake's back over there to ride him. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with it. Like, I think he needs to improve off his first up run, but he is the one that can match it with Romantic Warrior if they're both at their best. Um, he absolutely bolted him with a Group One, four and a half lengths. Obviously, when he beat Golden Sixty and then ran second to Golden 60 and then won a 2,400-meter group one. So he's in, got talent in, be- in spades. He does. In between that, though, Romantic Warrior handled him pretty easily in that yeah. group in the QE Cup. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Those are the group twos wrapped up. Um, obviously, once the Japanese come over for the big group one day, it's going to be absolutely epic. It's it's probably my favorite race day of the entire year. Like, I can probably say that. Even It's probably even gone past Derby Day for me. So... Um, yeah, those are the main races. Do you have anything in race nine and ten? I think there, there are some angles I, to be found. There are some angles. It's all price dependent. Um, Oriental Smoke goes around again in race nine. Packing Victory gets J Mac. Your horse Benny Lucky for you gets Bowman. Bowman. Probably hmm. suit. Uh, it was twelve hundred last start. He's got to carry the weight again though. But he meets he meets some better at the weights. I know I know he does have to he carry the weight. He definitely does. I'm a single man, goes fifty four kilos to fifty nine kilos. So that's a massive five kilo rise. And Lucky fantastic weight goes up as well. 
and a fantastic way goes up a little bit as well. Lucky of you goes uh, goes and gets Hugh Bowman aboard third up, twelve hundred meters. Yeah, but as you said, it's all price dependent. Campione's drawn twelve, so I don't think he can win. <laughs> he's a, he's an all weather star. Yeah, except last start when he or two starts ago when he had a lot. Yeah. He's always going to be a favourite to Benny because he's going to be out of a massive hole at Easter. Yeah, yeah, he's he he's one of Benny's on the, on, on the dirt. He's a control freak. That's what he is. If on the dirt, yeah. if he gets if he gets his lead with horses around him that aren't much chop, then he can dominate races. But he's not up to the class of some of these. I don't think, especially drawn out twelve of twelve. All right, the last race is a class a race, a class three. Over 1,400 metres, that moral you speak of is the top weight. His name is Eremo. Um, he was so impressive last start. And after that win, I said he's definitely going to be bound for class two next start. Um, we see in Hong Kong a lot of these trainers just like to hold him one more start in, in the lower class. And they don't mind carrying the weight. That's what he does have to do here. He goes from 56.5 kilos to 61. So that's my only little reservation. But he's, I still probably will be backing him. He's drawn super soft, though. Yeah, that's that's the counter-argument. He's drawn barrier three. He's going to get the peach run again. Hopefully, Zach Purton gets up to ride him. If Zach doesn't get up, then obviously your confidence is a little bit dented, depending on who does get the ride. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's some absolute camels in this race. Class three <laughs> contest. Um, Master Montaro, one of them. Yeah, exactly. Master Montaro. Rocket Spade obviously needs further. He's a um, ex-Aussie. Winner Method, he's just a bit of a number. And Aramo handled him easily last night. Gets James McDonald, but all things equal. Aramo will probably go up $1.90 and probably win. He'll go up very short, yeah. Um, yeah. There's ex-Oz here in the last that will probably go up hundreds. Aramo smashed him last night. His name's Super Baby. Um, it's Invincible crown for anyone that remembers that. He won at the Valley twice before being sold. And he gets the Poon train and drops to 52 kilos. So, I don't know. We could maybe have something small on that. But, yeah, I think Aramo will just win. So Beautiful. Uh, I think that wraps up everything in terms of Hong Kong. Do we have anything out wide before we crack into a podcast multi? We better... Touch Kilmore. Kilmore, of course. The Kilmore Cup <laughs> on Sunday. I knew one of you would remind me. Our You're boy shocking. Keats. <laughs> I am shocking. You can give me you can give me a clip there. Our boy Keats goes around sixteen hundred meters. Um, look, he has drawn a little bit sticky. He's drawn twelve. Hopefully Froggy can rocket him to the front and Look, I know the boys are kind of a little bit grey on him on a heavy track. Why? I think he gets. I think he gets through it fine. I don't. I don't. Know, I don't know why. Seriously? Yeah. Um, he ran a peak on a heavy track last start. Yeah, exactly. So he's he's definitely in the game. Um, I did take a little bit of seven dollars for for Belle Placier, so I'll declare my hand there. It is a good wet tracker. Um, she's not well in at the weights. So I will say that as a mare, got to carry fifty six and give the boys a couple kilos. Um, and she is coming out of the Empire Rose. So we know it wasn't a strong Empire Rose, but I thought it was a little bit of an overlay and happy to be on there. But Keats, I don't think we can knock him. He's going to get out and rolling. Hopefully Froggy puts the foot on the throat. And if he's got one more big run in him for the prep, then 
He's not an easy nut to crack. No, nah, he's got a pest, though, in this race. Imperial Lad? Yeah. And Imperial Lad's drawn two, and Keita's drawn 12, so... Froggies will obviously try and get to the front. I think we'll get double figures, Keats, on the day. He drifted last start in the Peninsula Cup, and he absolutely spanked them. But, yeah, I think I think he'll run a place. I think Froggy just needs to do the same thing. Take over the 600 and say, catch me if you can, because he's obviously rock-hard fit, and he only knows one way. So good luck to Adrian and Tyson. Yeah, bloody nice. Um, obviously, this this podcast has been recorded in kind of two parts. It's been Will and Nick previewing Ballarat, and then it's been myself and Will going uh, Shartin and Western Australia. But Will, do you have some opinions here, Will and Nick? Um, yeah, I, I thought Keats' second pick. Um, he's really, really consistent horse around uh, a good level, um, and that's because they ride it the same every time. It just goes out to the front and rolls along at a good tempo. I, I think this horse is. Sorry, ju- just as good at um, sixteen hundred meters, if not better than than what he is at two thousand meters. Um, he just rolls along at a good tempo and then breaks horses' hearts from the front. If anything, a heavy track is better for him than a good track. Um, the, the, uh, the top pick in the race is Alcyone. Um, I would have preferred Alcyone at two thousand meters, but he and, and he is Godolphin um, deep in the preparation, so. There's that, but I have got Keats over the odds. Um, Balplacier, I think, is being overplayed because it ran well in the um, in the Empire Rose. It was on the back up there, and the Empire Rose was a horrible race. It didn't run well at all. Um, Ascension is okay. I don't know. It's Ascension's quite. Um, it's either, it either rates really highly or or just okay. I don't know. Wet, I, I don't wet track re- will be in its favour. Yeah, likes yeah. wet ground. Yeah. Um, I also gave Crosshaven a tiny bit of a chance. But um, if I'm betting, and not just because um, some of the guys have an interesting Keats, if I'm betting, I'm betting on Keats. I think it's a really nice chance. I, th- I think it either wins or it or it just goes too hard and, and then um, is paddling late yeah, and out. gets runs for about eighth. But... I hope he wins. I'll be there. At <laughs> about what? No. <laughs> about eight. Either, either, either wins or he drops right out. Yeah. yeah well, that, that's how. That's probably what will happen because he'll go hard and, and and he'll either steal it or he'll or he'll. It um, yeah. th- that's his racing style. I'll be it, there. It is on, worth noting. Oh right, yeah, you'll be there on Sunday. Yeah, I'll be there on Sunday, and so will you, Ben. Awesome. So. Yeah. I'll, hopefully, I'll be on the quick backup after a decent day on the SE. SH on Saturday. Um, what was I going to say? That <laughs> took you a while. <laughs> I it just is, fell it out. <laughs> it is worth noting that this is the last run of Keats's preparation. So if he's got one big one left in him, then absolutely, I, I will be backing him. But there is that still that thing in the back of your mind. It's been a really long preparation. He's put up some career peaks and... It could be an end of prep run if he doesn't get All the right run. All too familiar. One run too many. Yeah, but let's see. Let's see, Nico, you're sticking up for him, aren't you? Yeah. It's his eleventh no. run of the preparation. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, but like, is that is that really something you have to be worried about with Benchgood? Like, they've made it pretty clear he doesn't do a whole lot in between his runs. He's he's a pretty bright horse, and I don't think he'd be here if he. Was showing any signs of 
of training off. So yeah, obviously we're not going to know until the button's pressed on on Sunday. But yeah, I'll be cheering for the boys and uh, hopefully he can he can pinch one. This is this will be a good measuring stick for him anyway. Yeah, I, I think Belle Placier just runs. I think she's pretty honest, but she just runs a lot of good races. She doesn't win a whole lot. Like if you go back through her form, the form guide, she beat. Cherry Tortoni, just, and he doesn't win, so I don't know if you can really count that. <laughs> and she beat Witchful Thinking. They're not really, like, superstars. I know she's got some other good form, but... She doesn't exactly she doesn't have he... that, that... She doesn't have that knockout blow. She doesn't have that explosive no, she turn of foot late, but she she will be there or thereabouts again. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not in, I'm, not, I'm not saying she's a squip. She's run a lot of... Like, she's got a very good... Form guide. She runs a lot of honest races, but I don't know if she's got the ability to stick it, stick her neck out when it really matters against some good opposition. So it's a very winnable race for her if she's good enough. Well, she's not going to get an easier task than what she's going to face here on Sunday. But yeah, hopefully she runs a nice second and and Keatsy wins for the boys. And then uh, I've got an absolute moral in the last. Let me just mention one more thing. There's just two more things I want to mention with this race. French Emperor, I think you can absolutely pen it on heavy tracks. Doesn't go in the wet. Um, has decent form on dry tracks, but it's way too short in the market at $7. And Alcyone, deserved favourite, 54 kilos. Drops 5 kilos from that benchmark 90 run at Flemington. But did hit, hit a flat spot at 1,800 metres and then kind of came again. Um, loses J-Mac. Gets Blake, so that's not, not a real deterrent. Um, barrier 5, so it gets the gun run. But back to 1,600 metres was just my slight little reservation. I thought stepping up to 2,000 metres would have been the perfect platform. But deserved favourite, but is getting out to a better price now. $4.50 open, $3.50. Nico. Vermentino will win the last. Uh, I reckon this is the reason that Malum's coming to Kilmore on Sunday. He hasn't... Yeah, he's riding the high stranger in the cup, but he's, he's probably got none. So I think this is the reason he's coming. This is a pretty smart son of extreme choice. Absolutely licked him on debut. It was, it was pretty... Uh... Hey? Sorry, I was, I was going to say it was off the map on debut. I got comments yeah. in here in the black book and it says back as if Winks on debut won very nicely. <laughs> we did we did back it like Winks, don't you remember? Yeah, I, yeah, I, know, I remember we got the mail on. Right in the black book. Yeah, we backed it from about two thirty to a dollar forty. It was all you, um, had. all me, all the all the Nick Bet followers, Wilbur. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this son of extreme choice, perfect race pattern in a horse jumps, goes to the front, makes his own luck. No rubbish, no no bad luck there. I think he'll do the exact same thing here from seven. I think Forbidden City's a bit of a myth, to be honest with you. It's had that one superstar run at Sandown when she looked like she was going to be a world beater. Mm. She won by eight, and then she's absolutely fallen off a cliff outside of that. So I'm starting to think she's a bit of a one-hit wonder, so I'm happy to take her on until the cars come home. Vermentino, Sunday moral. Yep. Beautiful. All right. Quick. That wraps up. Quick. Go on. Sorry, I was just going to make a quick mention uh, Boss Queen as well, one of the boys in the chat. Uh, oh, yeah. Mailbag, so, another mailbag. Yep. Bez Good Horse. Good yep. luck to him as well with Boss Queen in the last. Good luck. There might be some more Wear the Punt merch coming if that horse can salute. Nice second. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. It can run second and still fill a hole for it. All right. 
podcast multi-time. That's one thing. You know why I forgot about the Kilmore Cup is because I was too worried about not forgetting the podcast multi, which I always forget about. Will, you've been our star guest today, so I'm going to let you have the first pick of the bunch. Uh, Romantic Warrior. Romantic Warrior. Take the evens. Will or Nick, I don't know. You're not going to pick the same thing anyway, so it doesn't matter who goes first. (laughs) Hypothetical. (laughs) Oh, really? Um, Really? Yep. Just wins. Don't grey up, bro. Oh, shit. (laughs) don't know. There are morals everywhere. Why are you so... Why are you it? It's a $2.80 chance. Not really. It's a $3.60 Well, it chance. is. I, I, think it's a, I think it's nearly an even money chance for it. will just win. Well, I, like, I kind of like Ballet Rich in the race. And I just, like... Yeah, I like a few others around. It got beaten oh, That's okay. I, I won't pick thing. Hypothetical and you can pick Ballet Rich then. No, I'm not going to pick that. Oh, pick oh a... no, you don't want to do that. No, I'm going to pick a moral. You can keep Piper. Fine, fine, fine. Out. Detonator Jack. <laughs> That's your best bet. Why wouldn't that go in? Yeah, whatever. Well, because right. I honestly thought someone else would take it, but Detonator Jack. All right. <laughs> Veto <I'll> go down. <laughs> go with I think they're I think they're equal best bets. I think they'll both piss in, to be honest. So. No. no, that's fair. Will, give us um, some <laughs> Can I go two? Two different ones? <laughs> what? <laughs> Do we want to win a podcast, no, Marty? Or do we just one selection? Do we want to lose? Put them um, both out there. We'll veto one. All right, right you are is my Saturday one. Oh, I won't handle the wet. Oh, seriously, <laughs> um, right you are, and um, she dances on Friday night. Bet up punters. What race? What, what race is that? Mooney Valley for Mooney Valley. Race for Mooney Valley. Join the car park with the rail out seven. Yeah. Ben, you got to veto one of them. And 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 she and she need, and she needs the run apparently. And she's Why would got. She need the run. Baldino. All right, you're getting the you're getting the other one. What was your other one? Right, you are. Right, and you she are. dances punters. Right, right, you are. It's got three dollar chance. <laughs> It'll be scratched. Oh, shit. No, it won't. Uh, okay. Will was Will absolutely just turned it up on this podcast with the glasses. He's an old new man. <laughs> got- He's back. He's back in three dollar winners, and he's marking a dollar ninety. I've finished school now. I can Mr. wear glasses. I've finished school, Mister. I'm a pro punter, Mister. <laughs> oh, give right. me a spell, Mister. I've worn Mr. glasses Robots. since I was like ten, eight. Oh. Even. You've never worn them on the podcast. Sometimes I don't like to wear them. Anyway, he's studying punting <laughs> at university, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Right. And my leg in the multi is obviously going to be. Amelia's Jewel Race 7 at Ascot. There were a couple of horses that I could have chosen. Um, I could have chosen Wellington. Um, Aramo. Aramo. Those, those two I'm really keen on as well. But yeah, the best around around the world is Amelia's Jewel Race 7 at Ascot. Hopefully she just wins the WA Guineas. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it for the punting. It's been a bit of a marathon, but we kind of expected it with four members on the panel and four different um, Jeez. places. An hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> it's been a long one. But wow, jeez, Woolbar. I wanted to watch the front bar. Oh, well. You can watch the replay, mate. You can do that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I've got mate, time. You, you've literally got nothing. I remember when <laughs> I finished school and I forgot what day it was because I just I didn't know what to do with myself. You probably mm-hmm. feel the same. Went for a... No, I won't say that. <laughs> I was going to say, went for a drive in your parents' car. 
Oh, oh yeah, I definitely did that. I definitely, I definitely oh. did that. Yeah. All right. Let's, PJ, let's get into the questions <laughs> next before we wrap up. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? All right, the first question is from Henry Williams. It says, will Animo be competitive in Dubai? I'm yes. going to say yes, he will be competitive. And I'm really looking forward to watching a race. Is it 1,800 meters? Is that the race he yes. goes to? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. He should get a dry track. Um, should get a bit of tempo, and I think it will, will take some beating. Does it ever um, rain in Dubai? I'm pretty sure we get dry track. No. I think they pay for it to be warm all the time. Yeah. <laughs> They pay for a shield. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, Stu. Stu's got a couple of questions. He says, uh, oh, God. Wellington, should we be backing this horse for the Everest, given it's a, a free hit? Obviously, you get your money back if he doesn't get a slot. He's uh, $34 and $26 is available. He'll never come. $34 isn't a bad price. He'll never come. Stop coming. Probably not. Stuba no. backs everything in the future. You might. Well. <laughs> no, 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 no. At least no. you'll get his your money is, back. Yeah. His name is Stuby. It's an investment. It's not Stuba anymore. <laughs> Stuby. Yeah. Um, Max Mini, what does Nico ask for when he gets a trim? The lawnmower. <laughs> the lawnmower. The <laughs> <laughs> old man doesn't. No. Grow. Okay. So I know. I know everyone wants to know about when I go get my hair done. I know everyone's fascinated to know. <laughs> So actually what happens when I go in for my haircut, I literally go just in, again. <laughs> I, sit, I sit in the chair, and we just start having a conversation. They know what to do. They're well-trained. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's well-trained. Same chick does it every single time. Tread, nice. tread carefully. Max Mini says, best exotic of the weekend. Savor exacta. No, but best, what, what's, what's a race? Best exotic, like best, best exotic. Shartin, yep. race five. Yep. Box first four. That those. Those all those good horses. Yeah, that hot class three. Uh, uh, mine is going best. to be race six at Wellington. Sorry, <laughs> race six at Shartin. <laughs> number one, Wellington, the exactor to beat. Number 11, Lucky Swainess. They'll run 1-2 and Wellington will nail him by a length and a half. Alright, I'm going to go with Zach gets up to ride. Spangle beats him. Beats oh, G60. Huge. Yeah, and then Zach will pay two bucks. No, it no, won't. No, three to beat one. Spangle to beat 60. Has to pay like that, no, They will not pay tens. No, Spang- no, no, no. Zach rides Spangle. He he he'll start. He could start two fifty. No, it'll pay. It'll pay about a dollar better than what Spangle's paying. Yeah, it won't pay much. So if Spangle's paying three dollars, it'll pay like four dollars. Yeah, they won't give you much Gutless. fat, Nico. Absolutely, they won't give you any fat there, Nico. No, that's all right. That's put- all right. Well, I'll 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 bet up Spangle and I'll fill me boots. All right, Will Alford, best exotic. Oh, I don't know. Um. Star uh, trifecta, star of chaos, typhoon harmony, and court deep. There you go, punters. Won't lose. Oh, Moral. Wow. Something ridiculous. If that oh, gets, if that I don't gets do exotics. Up, wow. I don't know. You know we have to put it on now because they're all yeah. twenty to one. <laughs> that'll, that'll, <get> up. <laughs> that'll be that'll be the racing previews intro for life. Yeah, Nico, write it down right now. I can see you get your phone I'm, out. I'm putting it on right now. <laughs> all right. Um, 
best lay of the entire weekend is the other question by Max. Um, I thought a tissue was the best lay of Oofed. the the weekend uh, at we'll Ballarat. Anyway. We'll be you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to give us something, Nico? <laughs> made it, made it, made a paste Wilbur when the tissue wins. Give us, give us a lay. Mate. Give us a favourite that's getting beaten. Oh, well, you boys do it and I'll give you a second. All right, wait, yeah, just quickly. Is it Typhoon Harmony, Court Deep and Star of Chaos? We're all trying to put this about on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, sweet. That's the moral trifecta. Nico, right. you, have to, you have to send that to me because I'm on my phone. I hadn't got onto it yet. Will Barbs, do you have a, um, do you have a horse you're putting the pen through? Yeah, I do, but I've actually changed it from what I said Ooh. it was going to be, Benny. It's oh. actually going to be Beauty Joy to place. Play it. It will not oh, run yes. top three. I love that so much. <laughs> it won't run 2,000 metres. It won't settle. It, it'll finish It will pull its absolute head off. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I am as well just keep going. If Zach's, if Zach's riding, the champ's going to get beat on Sunday. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. The sword has been put through the best horse in Hong Kong. I, I love Golden 60, but maybe it's time to start better with the head, not the heart. So if I get it wrong and, I, and I've been beaten, if I've been beaten by one of the best horses in the world, then so be it. But no, I'm not, if he's ever going to be beaten, it's going to be first up. Nico, he's, using re- he's, Zach on. he's using I'm reverse psychology. I'm not knocking. I'm him. not backing Golden Sixty at a dollar thirty or a dollar forty, so I'm happy to take him on. It's a shame you can't actually lay these Hong Kong horses. I'd be tempted. Yeah, but you can't. They don't have Betfair markets. Yeah, but I'm saying I'd be tempted if they did. Oh yeah. Will, did you, did you already do yours or no? Yeah, I said a tissue. Oh, tissue, sorry. It's all good, man. Um, dirty Waller set up. Wilbur? Dirty, dirty Waller set up. Mm-hmm. Lay, lay, lay. This is definitely a hard one. We're almost already at two hours, bro. Hurry up. Oh, this is the chirp. <laughs> Will was going to go have his cup of tea and go to bed. He's got a big day tomorrow. No, you've no up- school. You've upset him as well, Nico. He's taking his glasses off. That's not very nice. Oh. He sucks a lot out. He sucks a lot out, precious Wilbur. <laughs> oh, that's, that's rich. It's, it's 9.40 and he's, he's upset because he can't be back at winners. Winners. There's no races from the back winners right now. All right. No, I he, am he, going to stick the boots through race one at Ballarat, number six <laughs> hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely agree with that. Um, I think it's a little bit short around the $2.70 mark. Um, couldn't get past Snapper last start. Um, and draw Neither out. could anyone else. <laughs> Nico's face. Yeah, so I'm penning the whole form line. And I think Ballet Rich is the progressive horse and... I could see myself backing her for the Mitchell Friedman stable. She couldn't even win at freaking stall. Yeah, because she's, she's had the gear change. She's had the gear change. Jordan Childs is now riding the horse. And that's that was definitely not the horse's fault. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I think that is... No jockey slander, please. Do, do you remember, um, do you remember no, Jackson Oldham no um, posting that on Twitter? And, um, yeah. That was yeah, the really. best thing ever. Yeah. That was so funny. All right, two more. Are they fill up? 
Um, Henry just wanted to know about how I got into Mooney Valley. Um, I'll just quickly say, basically, um, I was literally working at the pub. I was working in a tab and I asked for work experience because it was right around the corner from the Mooney Valley Racing Club. Pretty much, I showed them, I actually showed them my punting page, the racing previews page, as like, like trying to say like, you know, I do have an idea of what I'm trying to, what I'm kind of saying and it did help me. So if you're trying to get a job into racing, just try, just start something on yourself, start a podcast, start an Instagram page, use that, ask for some work experience somewhere and a lot of the time you'll you'll find that you'll do better than you actually think um, and you'll learn on the way. So that's basically how I did it. Um, these companies, they when, they when they're going out to hire people, they don't want to spend lots of money on going out to to try and find someone and then hire someone who who already knows it all. They don't want know it alls. They want to train young people who are passionate about racing, and that's how I got lucky. The last one, and this will define you all as a person. Stuby asks, oh, Palmer or Palmy? Palmer. Palmer. Stupid Palmer. question. It's obviously Palmer. 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 Four in a row. Stupid question. Thank stupid, you. Stupid question. For background, uh, Stuba is now Stubie. called Stuby because he's a backward person who lives in Adelaide and he calls a Palmer a Palmy. He also calls the Murray River the River Murray, which is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. But that's that's another podcast in itself. All right, let's sign off there. It's been a bit of a marathon, but we're nearing two hours now. Will Barber, you've been outstanding, and I reckon we'll have you on again for the Hong Kong International Races uh, week if you're available then. Uh, we've also got, obviously, the Wednesday night jockey challenge for that. So well done, yep. mate. Uh, well done to you, Will Alford and Nick McGualter. Um, good you. luck on the punt, everyone, and we'll see you back here next week. Cheers. Cheers. See you later. Ciao. You've done it all. Nothing left, all gone and run away.